Welcome to Podcast Monetization Tips. If you're an online coach, consultant, or service provider looking to learn how to leverage a podcast to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's kick off this episode with an inspiring success story from one of my past clients that is applying the exact same methods that I'm teaching you here in this limited series podcast. Hey, Diana Lindstone here from the Work Less, Profit More business podcast for lawyers, accountants, financial advisors, and other expert professionals. I wanted to give a big shout out to Adam. Working with him has been the best thing I did for my podcast. You see, before Adam, I was beginning to wonder whether this whole podcasting thing was going to work for my business, whether it was going to drive downloads, whether it was going to drive my business forward. But with his guidance, not only are downloads up, but I'm having great fun doing my coaching style episodes. If you ever thought about working with Adam, don't wait. It's been so worth every single penny. What's up, pod pals? Welcome to Podcast Monetization Tips. It is your buddy, Adam. And in this episode, we're talking about seven reasons why your podcast listeners aren't becoming your clients. This is the final episode in this limited series podcast. Hopefully you've been enjoying it. If for some reason you are listening to this episode first, go back to episode one. Please do yourself a favor, listen in order and take the action steps that are aligned inside of the companion workbook. All right. That being said, um, this is a frustration point. Obviously, if you're somebody listening to this limited series, you're probably a service provider or thinking about becoming a service provider. You're a coach, you're a consultant, you sell things, programs, products, and services, and you're putting efforts into your podcast and there is a misalignment there. And for some reason, you're putting a lot of effort in. It seems like you're doing all the things and doing all the correct things, but for whatever reason, that audience you're building, they just aren't converting over into becoming clients. So I'm going to give you seven steps that could serve like a a bonus checklist here that I want you to go through one by one by one and honestly think about it and consider, am I doing this? Am I making this mistake? And if you are, let's get it corrected. All right. So the first reason why your podcast listeners aren't becoming your clients is that you have too many CTAs, too many calls to action. We talked about CTAs in episode 15 of this series, you may need to review that if this is your your struggle zone. But again, if we have all of these calls to action in the intro and the outro and our email marketing and our social media, and it's just a lot of stuff and we're asking our people to do a lot of things, they will do nothing. Just look at it from an outside perspective and look at you as, as the potential buyer And just think about how your own purchasing habits and how it works for you. Like a lot of times, if you're obsessed with the show or if you're listening to a show or whatever, or you're, you know, following somebody's brand, they're just spewing calls to action out there at you. How many of them do you actually take? Be honest, probably none. I've been there before, but if somebody's very hyper-focused, And like, this is the thing, this is the topic. I'm playing the long game. I'm going to give you a lot of exposure points. I'm going to give you a lot of my expertise. And this is the thing. This is the thing. We're much more likely to take action on that. All right. So go back to episode 15, review that one. If this is your pain point that you are struggling with, 
with too many calls to action. Again, we want to get to that single call to action. What is the thing? What is the most impactful CTA you could put out there for the next eight episodes, the next eight weeks of content online? Look at those brand pillars, the podcast audio, the online social media marketing platform, and then our email marketing. What is the single call to action we're going to do for the next eight weeks? And just saturate our audience's eyeballs and earbuds and mind with that single call to action, right? That's the first mistake. Uh, reason number two, why your podcast listeners aren't becoming your clients is you have too many offers and you're putting too many offers out there at the same time. And you're kind of spreading yourself thin. And, and a lot of you, the mistake is you're just going from creating one offer to the next offer. And that's like what you view as the action step. Like, well, I created my coaching consulting offer. Okay, what's the next thing? Okay, I need a membership. Let's create that. And okay, then I need a mastermind. Okay, let's create that. And you, are, you aren't giving yourself time in between to actually put people on those offers and to correctly promote those offers. We've got to be patient. Like even with me releasing this limited series and everything, like I want to do all the things too. I want to get my... Yeah, next course done and promote that and that and that. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I just, I literally just had this conversation with myself before I started recording. And I was like, I have to give this time to promote. I can't just jump to the next thing. I've worked hard on this. I've put a lot of time and effort into it. Hopefully you're loving it. I've got all these bonus resources and I have to give this time to work its magic and to promote it effectively as I launch it. Because you only get to launch something once. All right. So something's only brand new once. So you got to take advantage of that. So don't put too many offers out there in front of your clients, especially if you're doing discovery calls. All right. My goal with a discovery call is to have one, maybe two offers in front of them that I present to them as a solution. Usually just one. I go, here's, op here's the best option. And then if for some reason, like, no, because of price, then I go, here's another option we could look at that's in your a, a better price point for you. But I'm not going, here are the 12 things that I could possibly do for you. And we got to watch our website on the offers too. Uh, one of my best uh, buddies ever, uh, Danny, uh, is an online entrepreneur. You go to his, Danny's website, he's got like 50 offers. He's in the health space. He's got a workout program for every single part of the body you could ever imagine and some I didn't even know existed. And you could get them all and he has trouble selling them because there are people are confused as to where to start. All right. So having too many offers and, and putting the wrong offers in front of a really a good fit client uh, is a big deal. Uh, so it kind of peels off of the too many CTAs. We give them too many calls to action, too many offers. They don't do anything. If you want to review the offer situation a little bit, go back to episode number nine and 10 episode nine, I talk about six podcast monetization methods that actually work. Uh, and then really probably start with episode 10, which is the simple coaching consulting offer uh, strategy for podcasters. So if you don't have that yet, start there, focus on that. You could spend your first six months to a year as an online entrepreneur, just with that simple coaching consulting offer. And you know, the, the funnels that I've talked about with in this uh, series. So too many offers. That is mistake number two. Mistake number three. You aren't promoting your offer in multiple places or often enough. I just kind of touched on this a little bit, but you got to give it time. You can't just jump from one thing to the next. All right. So you have to put it out and talk about it on your show. 
Talk about it on your social media. Talk about it in your email marketing. The three podcasting brand pillars that we talked about building up to a thousand true fans. Once, you know, no matter how many fans you've got in those three zones, we need to be talking about what it is that we are promoting with our offer in all of those places. And again, single CTA focused, uh, single offer focused and promote it on those three brand pillars. All right. And we got to give it some time to work. Uh, mistake number four, your podcast, your podcast content isn't aligned with your offer. So we talked about this in episode 16 of this limited series, how to align your podcast content with your sales cycle. But again, this is a huge mistake. Like if I'm launching uh, my, or if I'm doing a, a promotion for my podcasting business accelerator, I am not going to have a whole bunch of guests on talking about random things uh, on my show. And I'm especially not going to have a guest on that has a competing offer. People do that too. It's like, what are you doing? This person is, is selling exactly what you're trying to promote and you're not the expert. Who, who do you think they're going to go with? Like you get them hyped up about this person and kind of building them up. They have a call to action, like go to my website and buy my thing. And then you have a competing offer and your call to action like that is just misaligned. It's not going to work. So again, have that like three, maybe four week ramp up of aligned content perk up the ears of the ideal client for that offer, get them jazzed about that topic, show off what you can do, and then go into your sales and promo cycle. Uh, so uh, that is a mistake that I think we can easily correct. Go back to episode 16 of this limited series if you need to review that one. Uh, mistake number five, your offers aren't solving an ideal client pain point. Oh my gosh, this is something that was a huge mistake that I made over and over and over again when I first was getting started in the podcasting and online entrepreneurship space back in 2015, 2016. I, mean, I came in hot. I was in my first, I was definitely within my first 20 episodes. I'm creating memberships and courses and I'm doing all these things. And I hadn't even gotten to know my audience yet. I thought I knew who they were, but I didn't really know. And I thought I knew what they wanted. And I thought I, I, I knew that I knew what I thought was cool and needed. And none of that was true. I didn't understand how to deliver it and what offer vehicle to really focus in on. And if I had just kept it simple with all the strategies I've talked about in this series, create a simple coaching consulting offer, I would have crushed it. I would have been full-time podcaster. I would have guessed within the first 18 months instead of taking five years. Like I really, I could have at least cut my time in half at least. So that was a huge, huge mistake that I just wasted so much time and effort and money. I was buying all this like camera setup stuff and lighting and backdrop things to film all these courses that nobody wanted and uh, lesson learned, right? I've got my Kajabi course graveyard. I've probably, I mean, it's embarrassing. I've definitely got at least 50 courses in there that no one has ever bought, at least 50. All right. That's how bad this was. And I would just go from one to the next. Oh, that didn't work. I, I talked about it once on the show that didn't work. Let's, let's create the next one. Oh, that didn't work either. Let's, let's create the next one. And yeah, that was dumb. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You got to get to know your clients and you have to make sure that what you are creating is what they actually want. Uh, my friend, uh, Jono came on my, my show podcasting business school and talked about course creation. And he was like, Hey, what you actually need to do is have some sort of a poll and you know, learn about pain points and then go, hey, I'm going to create this course and you pre-sell the course on that topic. And if people start buying it, then you've got like a little runway window to actually start creating it 
So maybe it's a six week course and you create it one week at a time, but you have to make sure somebody's actually going to buy it. So his suggestion was create the sales page, start promoting it. You haven't created the actual course yet. Uh, you know that you could, you know how to do it. You know, you've got the game plan ready to go, but you haven't spent the time to create it yet. See if people start buying it and then create it one week at a time uh, as it kind of, you release a module once per week and then it can kind of become evergreen. Like, oh, the six week course, it's available. You know, you can get the whole six weeks all at once. So you kind of a, like a beta launch group at the beginning. So that's a pretty effective strategy that you can have as well to make sure that you are actually solving an ideal client pain point. All right, reason number six, why your podcast listeners are not becoming your clients is no expert positioning on your show or not enough expert positioning on your show. Again, so many service providers, so many great coaches, so many great consultants think that having a podcast means I do interviews. And that is probably the worst case use of your time. Like that's the least impactful use of your time as a podcaster, as far as like what's going to move the needle for your business, which is the main goal for many service providers to start a uh, podcast. Like I want to grow my business. I want to grow my brand. I want to level up my offer strategy. I want to just grow a global audience and have a media company. And that those are all valid goals. But if you jump into it and go, yeah, I'm going to, make everybody else the expert on my show. And I'm never going to be the expert. Things are going to be a very slow grind for you. Uh, so if this is a pain point, revisit uh, episode number six of this series, how to get more coaching clients with my two thirds content rule for expert positioning. So again, quick recap on that. I want two thirds of your content to feature you as the expert period or more. All right. I'm more like, 75 to 80% of my content features me as an expert. So podcast audits and solo episodes, uh, I'll sneak in an interview in maybe once a month, maybe once every other month. Um, and those are very strategic relationship building interviews, uh, or it's selfish stuff where like, I need to learn something. So I'm going to go find the best person with the, the biggest podcast on that thing. I'm going to pull them on my show and I'm gonna learn from them. All right. So, uh, I'm very strategic. These people that come begging to my email inbox. I'm the next best, greatest guest for you. You know, no, no, thanks. Not going to happen. All right. So uh, the expert positioning is crucial. It's absolutely crucial. Start fixing this now and you'll start to see results, but like put your head down and do this expert positioning rule, this two thirds content rule for six months to a year, and then come call me with your testimonial. Oh my God. Business blew up. People are just saying, yes, ideal clients are just finding my show, binge listening and signing up. And you know why you'll be sending me those testimonials because I'm already getting them and I'm already living it. Like it's crazy. The right people find my show on a Wednesday, Thursday. I see them pop up for a discovery call on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I talk to them they're like, man, I've been binge listening all week long. I found you last week, binge listening. I'm ready to go. Where should we start? They're asking, why should I hire you? They're asking, where should we start? How fast can we start? And these are my ideal people. It blows me away every time. I'm like, oh my God, this, I'm so excited to work with this person because they're ideal for me. Uh, this is going to be an ELF relationship, easy, lucrative, and fun. And it's going to be high impact for them. So expert positioning is key. Fix this mistake right away and put your head down and thank me six to 12 months. All right. Last thing, uh, mistake number seven is you aren't focusing on opportunities to build relationships with your podcast 
listeners, AKA we got to play the long game. Like I just said, do the two thirds content rule. Call me in six to 12 months. This isn't like some people fix it and then they see immediate results and get big sales right up front. But I know that the high majority of you will see results in six to 12 months of just doing this because it takes time. Create that backlog of bingeable, expertly positioned content. So imagine if you have a couple episodes out, people listen to two, but all your other episodes are mainly interviews. Okay, that ratio is still pretty low. Once you get 50, 60, 100 episodes with this expert positioning rule, all of a sudden, everything they're binging has you positioned as the expert, which is a huge, huge difference uh, with the conversion rate. So uh, we just got to look at playing the long game, building relationships, making sure we've got enough touch points with those ideal listeners to build up the know, like, and trust, doing uh, coaching style episodes, doing those community style episodes, like what I do with my podcast audits and my pod pal Zoom parties, on my live streaming strategies. Uh, it's all about just connecting and connecting and connecting, adding value, showing off expert positioning and focusing on the long term, being patient. All right. And if you're patient, if you follow the strategies that we've unpacked here in this uh, limited series, you're going to see results. All right. I'm very, very confident in that. Um, as we wrap up, obviously this is the, the last episode. If you've gone through this and you're starting to feel your momentum build, but you still have some questions, or if you feel like you're a little bit nervous or you're feeling the, the imposter syndrome creeping up a little bit about taking that next leap and implementing correctly. And actually, you know, if you're like, can I actually build this business? Can I actually make five, six, seven, 10 K 20 K per month? Can I replace my income and go full time? Uh, I'm here to tell you that you can. And if you need help with that, hit me up, right? I've given you several different calls to action. Um, I think the best place for you to start is my podcasting business accelerator. That is the program I created for people that are going to binge on content like this. This is the program I created for service providers, online coaches, consultants that want to dial in on their exact perfect client slash listener, make sure we're curating content to attract those people. We create or tweak or optimize your offers so that they are serving the pain points of that ideal listener slash customer. And then we build that community client bridge of how do I build relationships with these people and effectively bring them towards becoming a client efficiently and effectively without being salesy. So that's what the, the podcasting business accelerator is all about. I've got the online course, uh, do it yourself version. I've got the done with you. If you can work with me directly, this is a great opportunity to do that. You get the course plus six, one-on-one sessions. Again, we've got that all on sale right now. And use the promo code BIZ500, B-I-Z-500. Hit that up. Don't delay. All right. Uh, your, your podcasting business awaits you. And again, I feel like if I had known the lessons I just taught you in these 21 episodes, I would have cut my time in half at least to replacing my income and going full-time as a podcaster. I really think I could have done it in 18 months. Uh, definitely by the two-year mark instead of taking five years. Would I trade that experience for anything? No, hell no. Uh, I love every minute. Uh, I've learned so many lessons and so many, all these lessons learned have turned into podcast episodes. They've turned into online courses. They've turned into coaching programs because I reverse engineer my mistakes and I go, all right, here's how I fixed it. Let's go out and find the people that are about ready to make that mistake, AKA you all. <laughs> here's how you fix it. Here's how you hit the fast forward button. And here's how you really, streamline your process for success. So 
I hope you've enjoyed this podcast series. Uh, if you want more from me, make sure that you check out Podcasting Business School. I know a lot of you already listened to that show and have come over from that to kind of check this one out. But if you found this one first, I've got hundreds of episodes of Podcasting Business School for you to binge upon. So come and say hello to me over there or follow me at Podcasting Business School on Instagram. Pod Pals, I appreciate you. Uh, I know that you can do this, whether you tag me in for help or not, I've got your back. Whether it's with my content, whether it's with a DM on Instagram, or whether you're like, yo, let's go. Let's lock arms. Let's do this together. You're my guy. When do we start? All right, I got your back. Pod Pals, one last time, I'm sending you out into the world wishing you health, happiness, and many downloads. Go out there and build your dream podcasting business. You got this.